Welcome. This podcast is called A Life of Learning. Over the years I've pursued many hobbies, interests, pastimes and sports. And what I aim to do here is to share all my experiences so that it may help you lead a life where you are always learning and constantly challenging yourself. Hi, welcome to another episode of A Life of Learning. And once again, we have Sabrina joining us. I'm hoping to be a regular, regular host. Hi, Sabrina. Hi, Reggie. Hi, everyone. Hi, how are you? You all right? Yes, I am very good and relaxed. Right, good. Right. What are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about the Rubik's Cube. Yay. Well, I like it. (laughs) (laughs) I I would say it's probably been a part of our lives for a long time what would you say well it's probably been a longer part of your life but at least uh, it must be more than a year that since uh, I started no but I mean you said you had the experience when you were younger oh yeah yeah. Yes, yeah, see, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no I forgot about that yes it, it has been it um I've, I've learned more recently, but it has been on my mind for many, many years. Got it. So, uh, I mean, um, so I could say, so uh, what was your childhood experience then? Well, <laughs> I guess the first time I came across the Rubik's Cube was um, when I was watching an episode of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and Will has an interview with a Princeton recruiter. And just before he heads out, kind of on a whim, he picks up a Rubik's Cube off the recruiter's desk and uh, just for the fun of it, he kind of solves it within a few seconds, puts it down and uh, prepares to head off. And I remember thinking, wow, that is so cool. And uh, all, the whole audience goes wild and I thought, wow, I'd love to be able to do that one day. And uh, that was kind of the first time that I'd like considered doing it. And uh, Later on, my parents bought me a Rubik's Cube and I, I got it and I mixed it up and I was following the set of instructions and I mixed it and then I could never get it fixed again. And that was like the end of my journey <laughs> because I thought, well, that's it, it's gone now. And it was one with stickers on it. So I, I considered peeling off the stickers and then like reaching, it didn't work out. And I kind of thought, took it as a uh, an experiment that failed and I never really thought I'd ever do it again so that was I kind of put it away in the cupboard forgot about it until I guess uh, I met you well okay we'll, co- we'll come on to how uh, how you learn um, uh, once I give you my experience um, when we were younger the Rubik's Cube was the craze the biggest craze I mean you would believe it is I mean it's much bigger then in the early 80s than it is now even though there's probably more people that can solve it but mm. back then this 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 toy was you know was huge I think it was the number one selling toy for nearly two years mm. and it's meant to be the number one selling toy of all time mm. I think it sold I can't I'm not going to give you the number but it sold hundreds of millions of, uh, of units so it's a really popular toy and I'll tell you what our experience is uh, me and my brothers we found out where our mum and dad's um, kept the Christmas presents so we went and found the Christmas presents found the Rubik's Cube opened it up mixed it up couldn't put it back together again 
so our parents knew that come Christmas Day they knew that we had found it. <laughs> <laughs> no hiding that one. <laughs> no hiding that one. So, but it's funny to come full circle. I found that Rubik's cube up in my parents' loft probably about four or five years ago, still unscrambled, and some of the stickers actually came off. So yeah. there were like probably fifteen white. Um, squares mm. and I gave it to my son and he managed to solve it so you're talking about since what was it the 80s yeah. until probably four or five years ago that's the, probably the longest time it's taken for probably a Rubik's Cube to get solved so you didn't so, solve it when you were a kid you only learned later no. on no, didn't solve it. In fact, guys at school who knew how to do it, for yeah. me, I considered them gods because there weren't many people that could solve it. And they had pieces of paper and, and stuff like that. So you know, um, that's funny because yeah, so, I assumed that you knew all this time, like since you were a kid, you've been no, practicing for years. Because you no, seem like no. uh, like a Rubik's Cube expert, like a, uh, one of those <laughs> those kids that you're talking about. That's how you seem to me. No, no, no. They, they were, they were. I mean, and these were the really smart kids at maths. Not that maths has anything to do with it. I mean, let's, I said, let's put that out there now. Mm. You learn in the Rubik's cube. Do you think it's anything to do with maths? No. Do you think you need to be good at maths? Uh, really not. You really don't. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, let's put that to bed because even though I like maths and you know I love numbers. Uh, I think it's people that probably like maths and like numbers gravitate, gravitate mm. to the Rubik's Cube. But yeah. it's nothing to do with maths and you can attest to that, can't you? Yes, so. certainly. I guess it's yeah. people that, that like challenges and they like testing their minds. I think it, it's, yeah. it, it's great for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's get back to then um, uh, full circle. Um, we, um, well, I, okay, so I learned probably about six or seven years ago my daughter came home and um, she said dad can teach me uh, uh, the Rubik's Cube she wanted to impress someone which I didn't know at the time but she wanted to impress someone anyway so um, I went online oh no first I had to go out and buy a cube so I bought one because we didn't have one um, and then I went online looked at a YouTube video mm. essentially locked my way in the evenings probably for about an hour and a half for probably four or five days mm -hmm. and learned how to do the cube and then um, I taught my daughter and then I taught my son and um, and then yeah my wife probably about six months later she wanted to learn but she can only learn by you know, looking through the the algorithms and mm -hmm. we'll talk about algorithms and everything like that later so that's how I uh, learned the cube and then from that time I've been teaching other people and I'd have to say that you that I taught is probably one of my probably I would say star students because you picked this up super quick so you can tell your experience on uh, how you learned. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, every time you say that it does make me happy so. <laughs> <laughs> no but it's, it's true because I've taught so many people and you I mean you yeah you accelerated that that learning experience really quickly so God, what was your experience well um so after we met, you did casually mention that you knew how to do the Rubik's Cube and that you could teach me. And I thought, okay, like, uh, let's see. I didn't have any expectations. I thought, let's have a lesson, see how it goes. And uh, I think we met up for dinner with um, yourself and another friend. 
And yeah. Okay, I remember it wasn't it wasn't actually we didn't actually meet up to solve it, was it? I thought we just solved it whilst we were meeting up. I just got yeah. Uh, was it like that met, or was Yeah, well, uh, we met for dinner and you happened you brought a cube with you and yeah, that's uh, it, yeah, and yeah. set of instructions. And yes, uh, right. we had our meal and then afterwards we stayed yeah. for like an hour or something. And yeah. uh, on the sheet it had uh, the seven steps that you talked about, seven algorithms. And yeah. it's basically, you just follow these step by step and it teaches you how to do the Rubik's Cube. I mean, that's the simplified version of it. And yeah. um, it really helps to have somebody who knows how to do it kind of sitting by you because you'll be making all sorts of mistakes. But one thing that I didn't expect was by the end of that hour, like I had solved my first ever Rubik's Cube. And I just, I, this was something that I thought of as being somewhere near impossible. I certainly didn't think that I could do it within an hour. Um, I thought maybe in a few days or a few weeks, I'd be able to get somewhere. But the sense of achievement, I like, I felt like I'd, you know, climbed Everest. <laughs> it was that good. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and uh, one thing I will say is I've taught so many people and the expression on their faces when, because you, you, when you're looking at people doing the cube, you can see when they get to that last step, you can see that they're going to finish it. And I always get a chat, I always look at their face to see when they finish it because that never goes away. Yeah. You know, that sheer enjoyment of seeing someone complete the cube for the first time is, yeah, I've probably still got those memories of people doing it in my brain <laughs> of people doing the cube. So, yeah, that's, that's, uh, yeah, that's the best, that's a magic moment, isn't it, when you first it, do it? It is. It, like, that feeling is so good. And um, after yeah. I went home, I didn't, I haven't told you this before, but uh, I, I got home and I started practicing straight away. <laughs> I stayed up for like a couple of hours and I wasn't, it, it took me so long doing it on my own because I kept messing up, like even on the, like the very basic things, I just kept messing it up and messing it up, but I was determined and I thought, hey, uh, like I couldn't kind of shake it off, like trying to get that sense of achievement again. So um, that's why... Uh, like I knew I could do it and it was just a matter of practice so I was like hooked straight away yeah I mean I think one thing we should say as well I mean you actually learn all the algorithms from memory within probably what two to three days of like, me uh, teaching I think uh, within like I had a, I had a goal in my mind that with I was going to mem like I was going to memorize it all within a day and I think by the second day I had memorized them all so. I mean, do you know something? As I said, there's not even my children, have, you know, not, in fact, all the people that I've learned have never done that. I mean, they've gone home with the, the sheet and they've sent me pictures of, you know, what's that, pictures, what do I do from here and stuff mm -hmm. like that. It's probably taken them maybe about, probably about a week to mm -hmm. actually remember all the moves and the algorithms. And whilst we're talking about the algorithms, mm -hmm. how would you describe you know, when we say algorithm, how would you describe that to someone that doesn't really know what that means in the context yeah. of uh, the Rubik's Cube? So, um, like one algorithm would just be a set of steps and like for the Rubik's Cube, it would be like you turn the right side or you turn the left side or you turn the top. There's like only a limited number of like things that are involved and each algorithm tells you what to do so you might move yeah. the right side twice and then the top once in like certain direction and that's that's all it is and depending yeah. on what your cube looks like at the beginning you kind of adjust the steps 
to yeah. get that. Yeah. It makes a lot yeah. more sense when you're actually doing it and you have it in front of you or you're yeah. with a friend. Yeah. Um, I mean, it just it, I was just more as more of a general view. An algorithm is a sequence. Also, I was just saying, it's a sequence of moves on the cube. That's mm. all it is, and they're designed to do a specific. Um, uh, function essentially, yeah. So mm. it's a series. So basically, it's just a series of moves. So when, if you know, if you ever want to take it up, you know, just think of an algorithm as if a sequence of moves. It's like if you want to get from one room to another, you'd go four steps, then left steps, then two steps forward, then two steps sideways. It's it's, it's just like that. But you're doing that on the cube. Mm. So that's uh, those are the sort of like sets of algorithms. And like we said, that there are seven steps of learning to do the cube this this method that um, well the method that we learn is a seven step method and it's a layer by layer so you build the first layer you build the mid middle layer and then essentially you build the top layer and essentially that's it but as i said the, if, if anyone wants to learn go on to youtube there are a ton of YouTube videos yeah. there's some really really good ones there's lots of different methods on how mm. to get to do the queue but the the, the the most common method is the CFOP method which is uh, cross F to L uh, orientation of the last layer and permutation of the last layer but mm. it's called CFOP and that's the, and that's what probably 95% of cubers use so mm. uh, and there's also a beginner's method as well which is uh, slightly um, it's, it's, it's probably much easier to learn but most people will learn the method which we which which I taught you that's the C4 method which okay. is you, know, you get your cross yeah so that's the, that's the sort of like uh, the, the name of the, uh, the method so yeah so once you um, once you learned it um, yeah. you know then, what sort of like experiences um, well, did you have from there so after I memorized the set of algorithms, I knew that I could solve it. Yeah. And then it was a matter of like, how quickly could I get my brain to adjust? And uh, in between, it wasn't just me doing it on my own. I was making lots of mistakes. And then I went on YouTube to see how other people like fix this bit or that bit. Um, because I, I kept getting stuck. And I guess it's a matter of like, um, I think the first time I solved it, it took me like an hour on my own. Mm -hmm. uh, that mm -hmm. was having all the instructions, but like, you know, if you mess it up, you start at the beginning and then you go again. Mm -hmm. That's what I did. And then um, I guess I, get, I made it my goal to get it within like a few minutes. And um, what did I do? Oh, I, I found that uh, like if I traveled on the bus or on the tube, I just chuck it in my bag. And when I had five minutes yeah. spare, I would just kind of like twiddle around with it, have a practice of this. And that actually made a huge difference. Like, uh, it, it's quite interesting because when I started getting better, um, like I'd notice like all the people on the tube watching me as well. And sometimes yeah. <laughs> they'd, they'd, be, they'd be mesmerized, sometimes get a little clap. And it, I guess it, it's all very encouraging as well. Uh, but uh, I, I just wanted to like it was a fun little hobby and a challenge that I could like use like if I had 10-20 minutes spare I, I'd just do it then so it just became uh, like a fun game to play like regularly and that that I think Got made it. a real and, difference. Uh, yeah I mean how quick uh, can you uh, do it? I mean do, sorry do you still get the cube out now? L less so recently just because I yeah. had it chucked in my bag uh, and yeah, my suitcase sure. and I uh, when I was traveling 
but yeah. um, I guess I had it in, had my goal to be under a, under a couple of minutes, and my yes. I think my fastest time is I think just over a minute, um, wow. which I was happy Good. with, and. Yeah. Uh, I guess the next step for me was instead of just following the algorithm is to do it intuitively, which kind of, it takes longer for the short term, but then once you are able to do it intuitively, you get quicker again. So I guess I'm on the, the slope where my time is getting longer at the moment. Sure. Is, is, is this doing, because you know, we, you know, you know, we said that it was a layer by layer, mm. you know, um, um, is this the F2L Bit that you're yeah. talking about, you know, yeah, doing the, the first two. Okay, yeah. okay, got it. Okay, yeah. So basically, just like with everything, there's a beginner's method, which is a super beginner's method, and then you've got sort of like the general method, and then you've got some advanced techniques, and that's the uh, and that's where Sabrina is trying to learn some advanced techniques. And obviously, when you're learning something new, it's going to be slower, but ultimately. Mm -hmm you can see that you'll get quicker once you learn it correctly. Yeah. You, you will work. I know yeah. I did when I learned the kind of advanced techniques. Yeah. And then, so the, the advanced techniques that we're talking about is, 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 you know, when you compare to the guys that can do it under 10 seconds, there's another layer of advanced yeah. techniques that yeah. I haven't even got into. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, you know, there's yeah. These, some of these guys are remembering 200 algorithms, yeah. whereas for us, we're probably only remembering, well, for me, I probably like, know maybe a yeah. few more, but you know what, maybe yeah. probably about 20 algorithms, yeah. maybe about uh, 15 algorithms. Yeah, I do remember asking you, is there a quick way to like do this bit? And you said, yes, if you don't mind mem memorizing like 250 steps. And I thought, <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I guess I'll just do it intuitively then because I don't have time to learn yeah. 250. Yeah. And it's more satisfying yeah. when you kind of feel like you've uh, you've done it yourself as well. Yeah, I mean, when you say intuitively, you're still following the steps, aren't yeah. you? But you're doing it in different steps. Yeah, so so yeah, so yeah, there are some steps that take two goes. That's yeah. what Sabrina's talking about. But yeah. in if, if you there's some algorithms that you can learn that can cut that. Hello. Different sort of like techniques as well, but yeah. So just talking about doing it on the, the underground, I you know, obviously not so much now because of we're in the current lockdown situation. But before, when I used to go onto the tube on the underground, I used to do the cube all the time because I just found it boring. I couldn't listen. I, I listen to my music and I've got the cube. And before you know it, I've done like half an hour of practice mm. going into work and another hour, an hour of practice coming back. So mm. you're talking about an hour and, uh, you know, during the week, if I'd go on the tube, I don't know, say two or three times, you know, you're talking about two or three hours. You know, yeah. people say they haven't got the time. But, yeah. you know, if you think about it, if you're spending an hour a day of learning the cube, I mean, surely you're going to get better. And I think that's where you saw the growth, isn't it? For yeah, you? yeah. And I, I kind of looked forward to my journeys as well, because uh, because of like just for this reason. Um, and actually, I, I think the next step that that kind of accelerated my development was when I taught one of my friends how to do yeah. the Rubik's cube because they saw me doing it, and uh, I said, "Don't worry, yeah. like really anybody can do it." So um, I spent like sim yeah. same as uh, what we had about an hour together, went through the algorithms. Yeah. 
and yeah. like within about an hour they had solved their first one and like the joy on <laughs> their face it was amazing and i like <laughs> yeah. and uh, as a teacher i found a different set of enjoyment that came out of it um how yeah, to explain yeah. something to somebody else uh, i guess being in their shoes and also because it was relatively new yeah. to me i knew kind of what areas that sure. they, they would get stuck in and what how to explain it as well because it was all still very fresh for me and um that kind of led to one of our first like meetups that we we ran together wasn't it yeah that's right um because i mean we sat down and kind of i, I kind of thought yeah i could probably teach we could probably teach this um and we had the first meetup where we had four of us didn't we? Yeah. We had four of us yeah. at the meetup, and uh, then this, the I think the last one we had, which was probably the most successful one, was we had what seven people there, yeah. and yeah, we had someone that was really good. I think he could do it. I can't remember how quickly. I think he could do it in about less than fifteen seconds. I think, mm. or maybe less than that, because we had a, yeah, we had a guy that there. So basically, we had three, four beginners, and basically within the hour and a half that we spent with them. Yeah. Uh, in that hotel lounge, all of them could manage to do the cube yes. by themselves, <laughs> looking at the algorithms. Yeah. And I think they, some of the time, some of them did it twice. I think yeah. maybe even three times in that yeah. time. Uh, it was yeah. magical. Just watch because nobody yeah, had any expectation that they would be able to do it, and just Bloody watching did. their faces. And they had very similar stories to uh, to us of like thwarted um, yeah. intentions like yeah. trying it yeah. before one of the um the guys that came he mentioned that he'd he'd actually tried before and he'd been doing it from a book when he'd gotten when he was a child yeah and never had never been able to crack it <laughs> and um it just yeah. uh, it was such a pleasure working with him and uh, ha having him like get his first first cube complete it was first solve, solve yeah. yeah i i said yeah. and, and it's really ready. yeah 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 i've still got the pictures haven't we yeah. and the thing is as well most of the i think most of them said i'll tell you what when we came here we didn't think we would be able to we, we, we wouldn't think we would finish it mm. and i kind of sort of said well you know what did you expect we said we were going to teach you yeah. and i mean i just i think that there's, well, there's two things to that. I think the fact that I had you there and the other guy there helping out because you know, when you've got a group of eight, mm. it's kind of difficult to, you know, if it was just me teaching probably eight people, I would I would definitely struggle. But when you've got other people there teaching, mm. it does help and excel and accelerates the learning. So by that, you know, so we we well we proved that within an hour and a half, if you've got enough teachers. And, yeah. and you know, and people that are willing to not give up and just carry on and not get frustrated, they can learn the cube or learn to solve the cube by themselves using a set of instructions within an hour, two hours. Would you yeah. agree with that? Yeah, I would yeah. agree. Yeah. So that was yeah, that was a magical moment. So um, uh, so since then, have you taught, have you taught anyone else or? Uh, since then, not so much. I've been working on like getting faster. I've got another cube that kind of yeah, moves sure. a bit quicker because. Okay. Oh, um, and actually, this yeah, is worth sure. mentioning. You, um, when you get your first cube, the inclination is to buy a Rubik's cube branded version. 
and uh, yeah, actually, which is super it, expensive. Which, which is super, and actually, they move really clunkily. They're not very nice to play with. So um, they're terrible. Yeah, recommendation: buy just a uh, cheaper cube from China, five six pounds. Yeah. They will be they'll be great. Yeah, so they they will move much quicker, um, and they'll last much longer. Yeah, and yeah. Don't get the stickered versions. Get the stickerless ones because after a while the stickers are just going to come off, and yeah. you know the, the, the cube is just 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 going to look horrible. Get the stickerless. So yeah, you can you can get them from Amazon. You can go directly to uh, eBay as well. Uh, to chi- eBay, yeah, China, yeah, eBay, yeah. You can get from everywhere. Don't spend more than five quid or six seven quid uh, on on uh, or six seven pounds on them. Um, because it's yeah, uh, yeah the, the, don't get the group Rubik's branded one yeah. unless you really want it but yeah. I wouldn't get that yeah. one of my friends bought the Rubik's Cube branded one and I tried his one and it was like creaking and and he he yeah. tried on my uh, cheaper one and he was like wow this is amazing and, yeah. uh, was very disappointed <laughs> I know yeah yeah so that, yeah, that, that, that I think those those will definitely be our tips. Uh, I mean, I would say yeah, get a get a cheaper stickerless cube. You can get them really cheap, six seven pounds. Yeah. Go onto YouTube and find a tutorial that suits you. There's yeah. so many I could recommend, but find a tutorial that suits you. Yeah. And also, once you've learned it, you can teach others. Why not? Yeah. Why you know? Yeah. Um, look at what Sabrina did. Look what you did. You know, yeah, you, I didn't uh, think I'd be running you know, a meetup teaching other people like six months yeah, uh, within exactly. six months of learning myself. Yeah, six months late. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's funny because look look at me. I mean, I learned mine in a week. Yeah, and mm. I taught my children more or less <laughs> as soon as I learned it. Mm. You know, so uh, you know that's you know and anyone and yeah, with a little bit of knowledge, you can teach someone else. I suppose that's uh, exactly. and that's the you know one reason of this life of learning podcast you can teach and pass on that knowledge even though you're relatively so-called inexperienced yeah so yeah there's a yeah so uh, i've got some other stories i know you mentioned on the tube yeah um, that you know you get people looking at you i'll have to t- I'm, I'm gonna have to tell you i've got three stories but i've got two tube stories that i can tell you right yeah. so when me and my family go on the underground yeah i take the cube so i'm with my daughter and my wife my son I'm a, uh, yeah, I'm a master. and there's maybe some other people that we're going with. So I'll take the cube and I'll be doing the cube and stuff like that. Then I'll probably hand it to my son, he'll do it. So you get people <laughs> looking, thinking, wow, everyone in this family can do the cube. Oh, and, and anyway, actually, so uh, just to clarify yeah. for any international people <laughs> listening, the tube is what we call our underground railway station in London. Oh, okay. Yeah, the metro, if you're in France or whatever, yeah. Yeah, so, sorry. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, so yeah, you're right, yeah. So on, on the underground. So there was one time we went out and I was doing the cube and I was you know, doing it over and over again, completing it, doing it over and over again. And people were looking at me. And I then I threw it over to my daughter, un, obviously unscrambled. And then, I mean, she's got really, she, her fingers are really quick. So... You know the way she does it she's got really quick fingers and it you know it, just, it looks impressive anyway i threw it over to her and she did it so she was doing it and people started looking literally everyone in the carriage started looking and she did it and she did it in a really really quick time it must have been like about sub 40 seconds it was like 35 seconds which is you know which mm. is really 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 quick and as soon as she did it everyone started smiling and the whole carriage started clapping 
<laughs> it was unreal. <laughs> and the thing is, it was really funny because I was doing the queue before that and all I heard was crickets. <laughs> <laughs> and then when she did it, <laughs> I mean, she was probably about, I don't know, probably 16, 17 at the time. Yeah. And when she did it, there was still the a whole place clapped. Yeah. I mean, I was proud because, you know, and she felt so good. She, and, you know, and, she, and she'll still remember this, you know, to this day. She, yeah. she absolutely loved it you know and uh, yeah so that was one story so you know I think it's um, yeah obviously it comes across better when especially especially a woman because in the Rubik in the Rubik's Cube world there are not many women that know that, that enter competitions and do the Rubik's Cube it's probably 90 five percent men mm. or young boys that do the cube so you know there were not many women and it's funny most of the, the people that I've taught are, uh, are girls and women you know my yeah. daughter's friends and women and I don't know why that is I just yeah, don't know, don't know. Um, and there was another I've got another story um, that I was um, I was waiting at the bus no, I was waiting by the ticket machine I was waiting for someone coming over I was waiting for my wife and I was doing the queue and this American boy came up, must have been about 14 years old, and said, um, oh, um, what method are you using? And as soon as I heard that, I thought, right, this guy knows what he's talking about. So he, he, his parents, so he, I think he just walked straight across the platform, leaving his parents behind. And we started talking, then his parents came up, standing in the background, and we spoke for literally half an hour on the Cube, the World Championships, Methods, our fastest time, his fastest time. And his parents were just <laughs> sitting there, you know, so standing there just watching us to talk about the Cube. You know, it was, it, was, it, was just, it was just really, really funny how, you know, a 14-year-old boy and a grown-up man can just talk for an hour. They've never met each other, mm -hmm. you know, and just talk about, just talk about the Cube. So, uh, yeah, I thought, and, 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 I, and I found that people came up to me more than they would if I would just had my headphones, I was reading a book. I don't yeah. know if you felt that as well. Um, if you were doing the Cube, people would talk to you more yeah, or not? I guess there's less of a barrier yeah. when you, when... Like yes. Compared to a book, say. Um, and it, it feels more of a, <laughs> a spectacle. It does. Yeah, it does. It does. Not that, I mean, not that I'm doing it for a spectacle, no. but I, I, think, I think what I try to do it is just to show people that it's possible. Because yeah. so many people have come up to me and said, oh, I, used to, I couldn't, I had that when I was younger and I couldn't do it. I said, well, all you've got to do is just go mm. onto YouTube. That's all I did, you know, yeah. buy a cube and you, you can learn it i said my yeah. daughters know how to do it my, you know my wife you know I've, I've taught so many people and you don't have to be intelligent you know yeah. you know to, to do it and i just want to break that barrier it's not yeah. you know you don't have to have an iq of over whatever to, no. to, to know how to do it that, yeah that's the one thing i share with everybody as well is that anybody can do it when uh, i i was at a cafe and i was doing Whilst waiting yeah. for my coffee, I was doing it, and then the waiter came over and we spoke about it, and he was just, uh, he was amazed. And um, I said, well, I yeah. can teach you if you want. And he was like, no, not me. And I'm like, yes, you, anybody can. If I can, anybody can. It's um, that like it's open to everybody, and it's kind of the mental blocks that we place in our own heads that stop us, and that was what was stopping sure. me. And it yeah. definitely helps to have yeah. somebody yeah. show you as well, so. Uh, that makes a difference. Oh, you can sure. definitely learn off of YouTube yeah. as well. 
Yeah, because on YouTube is that you, you can um, see people actually doing it, and that's one of the big barriers. If someone says that they can do something, you don't you don't see you don't see them doing it, then you're not going to believe it. But when mm. you see someone doing something, doing it, then then you um, then you you'll believe it's possible. I tell you what, there's another example because I mean I've had loads of people come up to me, and there was this one man. He came up to me and said, uh, "Oh, you must be a genius," and I says. No, I'm not. And he goes, no, don't, don't, don't put yourself down. You must be a genius to be able to learn how to do the Rubik's cube. And this wasn't the because um, there's another cube called the Mega Minx, which is a ten-sided cube, which is one one cube that I know. We've got. I think one thing we should say: what we're talking about is three by three. There are other cubes that are four by four, five by five, six by six, seven by seven. There's another cube called the Mega Minx, which is a ten-sided cube, which I know how to do. I do it very slow. But I know how to do it. Anyway, I was doing that cube. But then I got the other three by three cube out. And he said, well, you've got to be a genius. And I said, no. I said, you know, I just went online, took the time, persevered, had patience. I've taught my children. You know, I wouldn't say, you know, they're geniuses. It's nice of you to say that I'm a genius, but I don't think I am. Mm. I said, you can learn it. He goes, no, I can't. And we, I wouldn't say we almost got into an argument, but I was trying to really persuade him to say, look, it's nothing to do with IQ or being a genius. It's just about putting the time, having the patience and having the motivation. And I think he used that as a cop-out because he said to himself that he's not a genius, so he's not even going to bother to learn it. Does that make sense? Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, do you think people could use it as a cop out? Uh, definitely. I was actually just thinking of right, um, yeah. like Arthur C. Clarke, and he. There's one of the things that he said, which is, um, if if somebody says something's possible, they're right, and if somebody says something is impossible, <laughs> like uh, they're very probably wrong. And also that yeah. he said that. Uh, any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. So when he saw you doing it, like yeah, for yeah. him, it seemed like you were a magician, but all you had was yeah, a bit sure. of knowledge and a bit of advanced technology and practice. And that was the only difference. Yes. But to him, like he's yeah. kind of declared it impossible. Yeah, it's, it's funny you should say that because when my, when my daughter's had her birthday parties and she'd get the cube out and just show people what they're doing and everyone's what she's, you know, what she can do and everyone says, how do you do it? And she would say, it's magic. Mm. <laughs> but, you know, obviously to them it feels like magic, but yeah, I suppose, yeah. Uh, I suppose, I suppose it's, 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 is it a trick? I suppose it, it's, I suppose it is a, I suppose you can call it a trick a little bit, I suppose, really, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if it's a trick, but yeah, some people may think it's a trick. Anyway. Uh, which bit? Just doing the cube. Sorry, just learn, just yeah, just doing the cube. And I guess know, it's a very said, yeah, extended just... and advanced trick. Yeah, 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 oh. yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, and actually, one of the things okay. that inspired and... me. Yeah, one of the things that inspired me was when you talked about your daughter, who is very quick at solving the cube. Yeah. And uh, I thought maybe she knows some super advanced method. Maybe maybe she's memorized those 250 algorithms and that's why she can be like no. 30 seconds. <laughs> Beginner's method, just like yeah. the method that I taught you. Uh, yeah, yes. and the fastest time she's done is I think it's 27 seconds. I, so knowing that she could do it, she's using exactly the same steps as me and that she can do it in like 30 seconds, that was very inspiring. I thought you don't need like, you don't need to be a genius. Anybody can do it and they can do it very quickly. And that was very inspiring. 
yeah. But, but as I said, you know, it was, you know, it was literally, that's literally hours and hours of practice, mm. you know, just sort of like getting up. And what, I mean, what we, what I try and do is have cubes sort of like dotted everywhere in the house. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, if you're in the living room yeah. or you're know, in the bathroom or whatever, you know, there's yeah. a cube there and you can, you know, just pick it up and, you know, and, uh, you know, scramble it and yeah. unscramble it and stuff I like that. I have to say. So, and that's the thing. Oh, go on. Yeah, I have to say that uh, I never viewed it as a chore ever. It wasn't, I have to, like, oh, I've, got, I've set myself some homework to do or anything like that. It's just an yeah. internal challenge that I had just to get quicker and quicker. And I would take like a snapshot of every time that I did just to see if I was getting a bit faster than the last. And uh, yeah. yeah, just because I was excited about doing it, that meant that I kept doing a few more minutes here and a few more minutes there. No, those minutes build up. It was never, oh, I, I should sit down for an hour and do this. Never anything like that. It was yeah. like an internal desire and passion to do it. Yeah. And I th as I said, you know, when you're doing it on the train, which is dead time for me, unless mm. you read a book, for me it's dead time. Before you know it, you've done 20 minutes, 40 minutes, you know, whatever. And, you know, how many souls could you do it in? know 20 30 minutes you know even if you're you know slow at it you could probably do maybe about 10 solves in that 40 minutes or mm. you know half an hour there were times i've done it on the plane i don't know if it, i mean i've done the cube on the plane yeah. I've, you know in waiting rooms in waiting rooms <laughs> in fact in fact it's, 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 i was just thinking that i i have a very minimalist handbag that has like my wallet yeah. my phone <laughs> but like now I have like my wallet, my phone and my Rubik's Cube. So it's, I was just thinking, yes, I would have it on the plane and I would have it like that's the one thing that I do have when I carry it, carry my bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, um, um, there was a, I've got another example. I, I was going to do a um, Cisco exam. I had to go to an external meeting and I was, I was, I felt I was running late and I had to, it was hot. I, I had to literally run to the, um, to the, to, to the uh, um, exam center. And I was literally dripping with sweat. People must've thought, you know, you know is, is this guy sick? Anyway, so I had about probably 20 minutes before the exam. So I thought, I tell you, I need to go to the toilet, wipe myself down. And I thought, what am I gonna do? I have to let me get the cube out. Cause you know, my heart was still high stuff like that. I thought, let me get the cube out. So I went into the waiting room and I just got this cube out and I just started doing the cube probably for about five, ten minutes and it really calmed me down. It got me centred and um, uh, you know, and sort of like ready for the exam. You know, mm. I didn't want to sort of like revise questions or anything like that. I just wanted to, you know, just go to a different place. Yeah. And um, yeah, and yeah, well, cut long story short, I passed the exam. So I'm not saying the Yay, Rubik's Cube well helped then. me. <laughs> I'm not saying Rubik's Cube helped me, but I would say, well, I think it did. I it think did. It so helped too. me calm down. It got me in the right frame of mind. So Yeah. Actually, that's uh, one topic that we should cover in the future as well. Flow. Or the state yes. of flow. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right, yeah. So I, I, I definitely think that when you're doing the Rubik's Cube, you're, you're in, it helps get you in the state of flow. Well, I mean, I'm sure you can liken it to, you know, some of the other hobbies that you do, you know, your cooking, your Toastmasters, mm. you know, there were times when, you know, you've got all the ingredients and it just flows, you know, you've cooked it and mm -hmm. before you know it, you've done it. Like your Toastmasters, you know, when they give you a speech, before you know it, it's flowed and time has, you know, time yeah. has gone. You've, you've said all the right things, they've laughed at the right 
you know, people have laughed at the right points and reacted. You know, if, if you could bottle up flow and yeah. capture it, I mean, I think you'd be a billionaire, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I think definitely, definitely. Yeah. So, uh, what's right. what's happening yeah. in the future for you? Any future yeah. goals? Yeah, future. Yeah, right. I mean, okay. Now, um, with the cube, I've got down to thirty seconds, um, and and since then, I haven't. I don't really time myself at the moment. Well, I mean, I can do all the cubes from I can do the two by two up until the seven by seven. I can do the mega minx. There's another thing called the square one, which I've only ever done once. There's a cube, which I've done. So I can do quite a few of the puzzles, but what I'm really focusing on now is blind solving. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, and what is blind that? solving, yeah, it's, yes, well, basically what you do is you get a scrambled cube and basically you uh, orientate it um, so I orientate it with yellow on top and green in front. So I know that's my orientation. That's how I'm going to solve the cube. Mm-hmm. And basically, I look at the pieces and see where they are on the cube, and then I trace them to a finished cube. Now, essentially, all I'm doing is labelling the cube as, as a letter pair. So, the, the, say the top cube, the top left-hand cube would be the letter A, and it would um, basically you'd letter the whole cube with uh, in the alphabet. And essentially, you're just remembering letter sequences. Mm-hmm. So it could be A goes to Q goes to B goes to C, and that, essentially that's what you're that's what you're resolving the sequence down to into letter pairs. And there's special algorithms that you do, but ultimately it's a memorization of letters. Mm-hmm. So basically, what you're doing there, you're using advanced memory techniques. Have you heard of people doing memory um, uh, memory Olympics? Yeah, you know where they remember people's faces. They um, look at a deck of cards and they uh, memorize the deck of cards. They some people can remember pi up to you know the. Uh, Pi sequence up to a thousand digits. Mm-hmm. They use basically memory techniques. So essentially, you've got the solving of the cube is one thing where you're using algorithms and moving, manipulating the pieces. But then you've got the other side of it is when you're memory memorizing letter pairs. And basically, you merge them all together in order to solve the cube. So you memorize the letter pairs and then uh, in a sequence, and then you basically solve the cube using that sequence that's really really high level yeah Did that explain it yeah, yeah that explains it well and actually like you we talked about future goals like you've uh, re-inspired me because that again that seems unattainable that seems impossible to me and i uh, <laughs> so, so there's that, just that inkling of like well maybe maybe i could do that one day so um you've kind of got me thinking in a direction that i hadn't thought about yes before. yeah for sure i mean Okay, I'll tell you what, it's, it's, I mean, I started doing it in October and I started on the two by two. So I started on the two by two and that probably took me probably a couple of months to get that, you know, learned and done. But that was a lot of solving, obviously, during the winter months, it's dark. You know, I I spent my time doing that. And then sort of like at the beginning of 
towards the end of last year, I thought, okay, let me move on to the three by three. So if I was to tell everyone, anyone to start learning blind, I mean, I know some of you haven't even thought about even learning the cube, sort of like sighted yet. But if, <laughs> if I was to tell everyone learn to learn it blind, I would start on the two by two yeah, and then move on to the three by three. Ah, and then okay. again, again, there are a ton of tutorials. Yeah. And when you learn the um, yeah, when you learn the two by two, there's only one algorithm you've got now. Okay. Whereas when you're learning the three by three, essentially you've got to learn. You can learn, you can get away with learning three, but it will be easier if you learn five algorithms. But start a bit, but yeah. But that's but but it, but again, um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a lot of hard work, but it's not as hard as you think it is. And as I say, there's a ton of tutorials again yeah. so. so but one thing i will say with the cube go on. yeah what's that no, no no one thing i will say is it, it can be frustrating because yeah. you can spend time solving it spending i don't know spending half an hour memorizing it and then solve try to solve it and it's not solved but mm. when it does when you take off the blindfold and it is solved it is the best <laughs> feeling in the world <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 more than you can imagine. <laughs> I'm imagining it's like solving it, but like exponential, like cubed. I guess getting a pun in there. It is. It's on steroids. <laughs> that 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 yeah. That buzz is yeah. yeah. And even even when I do it now, you know, uh, you know, I'm still amazed. Now you 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 know you sit. It's unscrambled. You put your blindfold on. You you do the solve, and then you see it. You take the blindfold off, and it's solved. It's it still amazes me every time. Yeah. So yeah. So if you want the next level of satisfaction on uh, the cube, then yeah. yeah. But there's to say there's there's a ton of I wouldn't say frustration. Okay, I won't say frustration. There's a ton of learning that's got to go with it. A ton of yeah. patience, w- perseverance. But yeah. if I can do it, I'll do it. And I'd say that that's also involved in just solving the cube to begin with is you're like, be okay with messing up and just know that that's part of the experience. I messed up so many times just doing my first cube and and you get frustrated because you think, ah, it took me ages to get to that bit, but start again and you'll get like, uh, you'll get quicker and quicker every single time. So none of those mistakes are wasted ever. No. For sure, for sure, and and uh, and as well is that um, um, you still mess up. I'm mean, I've, I've been doing the queue for seven years, and even if I'm just doing a sighted solve, I still mess up. You know, you know, uh, um, you know, I've messed up an algorithm, or I've looked at something and it's done wrong and stuff like that. You know, so to, so you always still, even if even if you learned something and you've been doing it for years even i've seen some of the fastest cubers who average you know less than 10 seconds they mess up and do a 15 or a 20 because they've just you know they've just done it too quick or they've just done the wrong algorithm or something so you know something that you're just gonna have to just get used to yeah and like learn like it's okay it really is okay yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, it's, it's you know, it's, it's no big deal. You, you know, life's not dependent on it, and, and the fact that you can, you know, solve it is, you know, is an achievement. You know, in itself, whether you can do it in ten minutes, five minutes, you know, twenty seconds, or whatever. You know, you're. Um, 
I can't remember what they said. There was a percentage of people that could know out to the cube. I can't remember in the world. I can't remember what it was. I'm not even going to quote it because it might be wrong, but it's a very small percentage. But and you're, but you're in that percentage. I have to say, um, like, thank you so much for teaching me. It's made a, like I've gotten a lot yeah. of enjoyment, a lot of uh, like a huge sense of achievement, and you've helped me achieve a dream that I never really thought I'd I'd be able to do. So thank you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, yeah, no, good. And so, and what's your? Um, that's my problem. Uh, what's what's your sort of like um, goal? Obviously, you said blind solving in the in the future. <laughs> that but, would be um, cool. <laughs> yeah. I, I would like to be just quicker. Like if you if your daughter can do thirty yeah. seconds, that will be my goal. Like, uh, to be able to do it in thirty yeah. seconds. Yeah, okay. As I say, it's a step by step, you know, <laughs> under a minute and then yeah. you build up and build up. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. uh it's Okay. It's something that will be uh like it's a goal in the distance. And if I get under a minute, I'll be happy yeah. with that. Like every few seconds that I'm quicker, I'm happy with that. It's uh and if, if <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like if you tell when I tell people, uh like uh yeah, I know how to do the cube, but I can only do it in two minutes or like a minute and a half. <laughs> they look at me yeah. like I'm crazy. Yeah, because, I know, uh, yeah, I know, I know. So, um, like, I'm happy being able yeah, to do it. And I'll tell you what, it was really funny because when I talked to you, the cube, um, I think, I think after you'd learned it, and I think it was, I might have been a, maybe a week later, I said, you know, if you want to learn some advanced moves, then, you know, I can teach you it. And I think you said, oh, no, nah, no, nah, at the moment, I'm just happy that I can do it and stuff like that. Then I think it was maybe a month later or a few weeks later, you said, hmm, what are these advanced, what are these advanced moves that I could learn? That could, because that, the advanced moves are a little bit more intuitive, aren't they? You know, yeah, the they F12 are. Pair. Bit. Yeah. because and it feels like that you're you're creating it you're solving it yourself instead of just yes. learning a sequence of moves like and you're that's involved in the um, in the process yeah, yeah it does process yeah, it's yes 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 yeah so, yeah think... because as i said out of all the people sorry go on, go on. all i was going to say was out of all the people that i've solved uh, that i've told, told how to do it apart from my son because he knows advanced F12 pairs and just to plug him as well. He can do it in under 24 seconds. I think he can do it in 23 seconds. That's his best time. But um, you're the only other person that went on and did the advanced move. Everyone was just happy to say, I could solve it. But mm -hmm. you went just a little bit further. So, <laughs> yeah. So that's that's why you're, you're the star pupil. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. So you were going to say? No, no, say, I, I you will never say? In, I'll never interrupt a compliment ever again. <laughs> I have nothing more to say. Let's <laughs> let's end on that note. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Okay, thanks a lot, Sabrina. I thought it was a really, really good show. We've discussed a lot. And I'll speak to you later. Yeah, Bye. Talk, talk soon. Bye.